we're going to talk about a common practice that reduces the odds to make it to the top 10%. And we're also going to talk about the 300 versus 3000 principle. I call it the resistance to change. What's really happening down there? Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, you wake up in the morning. Yeah, you, you do wake up, right? <laughs> yes, you do. And what happens when you wake up? Uh, even before you get out of bed, you start thinking, all right, am I going to wake up somebody if I get up? Will the kids hear this? Will the dogs want to go out? What's Is, is traffic? Can I sleep a few more minutes? You know, all those thoughts start going through your head instantly when you, when you start waking up in the morning. Where do those thoughts go? Well, they go into our spirit, into our self-image. It's a communication or conversation with ourselves. Yeah, thoughts are with ourselves. When we talk and speak, it's with others. But thoughts are our communication with ourselves. And what's happening is it's, it's processing internally of what's going on. In fact, studies show that over 90% of our thoughts throughout the whole day are negative. Whoa. When you think about that, that shouldn't be such a surprise. Uh, what's on the news? What makes the news? Negativity. Um, I think I noticed one uh, network, they always end on a positive note because the whole whole half hour has been negative. So news is about the negative, unfortunately. Uh, very seldom do we get into those rare moments when they get into the positive side of it. But a little interesting note I thought you might know, if there's 50 to 70 or even 80,000 80, thoughts a day that I've heard in one place, I wonder how many spoken words we have. Well, it says it ranges from 7,000 to 20,000 words per day that we speak. Uh, difference on personalities, difference on a lot of things going on is where we speak. But that's so few actually spoken words compared to our thoughts. Well, what is that negativity? Where does it go? How does it impact us? Well, I call it embracing negativity. It's a real serious challenge for us. Uh, let me carry on this a little bit more and tell you a little bit about it. First of all, it makes us be prompted to think we're victims. If, if all this is happening around us, it's happening to us, we must be victims. I mean, it's a natural compute. And in fact, you have to really resist to not fall into that victimization, Adam. And what do we do when we feel like we're victims? Complain. We start to complain. Well, if they just, did, well, if they did that, well, they shouldn't have done that. Well, I don't care whether it's in work, whether it's relationship, whether it's in religion, whether it's in a politics, language of complaint, as I call it. And the interesting thing about the language of complaint is toxic. It's not positive. Complaining. Now, constructive criticism is different. There may be occasion, or it should be a minor part of it. And you're not going to completely stop complaining, or that's not going to happen. But when we take over and really takes on a lot of emphasis for us, that's too much. Uh, so the language of complaint. Who's drawn to a complainer? Well, there's your clue right there. It's not healthy for you. People don't like to be around complainers. Well. Well, I complain a little bit, but people still like me. Well, what if you complain less and put more energy and thought into action, into impact, into greatness? That's where you can really make a difference for you. So we talk about those thoughts. We wake up in the morning, the thoughts going into our spirit. So we go off to our day. And what are we taking with us? Oh, I don't know. This day, I don't know. That meeting they called, uh, I don't feel totally prepared for this, or I feel prepared for this, but I wonder what they're going to throw at me. I'm going to do a great job, but I'm not sure it's going to please the boss. I'm not sure the board will like that. I'm not sure my supervisor will see it the way I see it. And we, we go through this day, and, and as if everybody on our team was okay with us, then there's always 
members or customers or are all kinds of people coming at you, vendors that are coming out through the day. So it's a lot of work. Interestingly enough, that's one of the major areas that we can make the most impact if we know what to do during that day. I just plant that thought for you. And so what happens after a day? We go home. Yay! We get to go home. And our unconscious mind starts feeding, getting fed all this negativity. Now, here's a conversation that often happens when you go home. Uh, a spouse, a loved one says, how was your day? Oh, you won't believe what happened today. You ever heard that comment before? <laughs> yeah, it's not too uncommon. Well, there's some victories. We celebrate those. But we're really quick and we really remember the negative. So we start feeding our unconscious mind all this negativity. From the time we wake up, uh, our spirit's fed till we go through the day. We come home and re recount the day. Really a challenge. We grab a TV or something to escape, but we're not dealing with it. Escape for us. And so what happens? We go off to bed. We fed our subconscious, unconscious mind. And it works mostly while we sleep. Wow, there's a cycle here, isn't there? There really is a cycle, and that's why I want to bring it to your attention. So embracing negativity. Secret to dealing with negativity? Make a choice of appreciation and gratitude. I don't mean be phony about it, but find the way to do it. Well, let's move into the others. So the common practice that we're talking about, the odds that hold you back from making the top 10%, the language of complaint. Nobody wants to be about or is drawn. It's not part of compelling presence to have the language of complaint. 300 versus 3,000 principle. Cover this real quickly. What it says is the 300 rule says it takes 300 correct repetitions to learn how to play a piano a certain way, hit a ball, uh, throw a ball. Our muscles take 300 consecutive correct repetitions before they learn and make a change to start doing it that way. 300 is the muscle memory. But we've also learned, I'm told that 3,000 rule, it takes 3,000 correct repetitions before our core, our self-image, our spirit knows we're serious. Because until that time, it'll say, yeah, I know you're saying you want to diet, but I know what you really want. I know you want to work out. I know it's the first of the year, but I know what you really want. And we're going to get that ice cream back on your plate pretty quick. So go ahead and do this fluff, but I'll get you back because my job is to do what you really want. So that's why it's hard to do all these changes we want to do, because you see, it takes much more than just thinking about it. But before we could actually make a change, it's somewhere around 3,000. I don't know if it's 2894 or 3243. I just know it takes a lot of repetitions before the self-image says, hey, you're serious about this, all right? I'm here to do what you want to do. We're going to make that change. So sustainable change does not happen just because we think it's so. But our mind is powerful. Yes, it is. But it's con the connection has to get to the self-image, to our spirit. So resistance to change. So think about that. I'm just planting some seed today in the brevity of the moment. But I want to give you some things. as a different way of moving for quality of life, for getting where you want to go. So the interesting thing about change is that little tweaks can make a huge difference. Yeah, practices, mindsets, particularly new awareness, can bring about the motivation, the strength to make changes. Are you making changes, healthy changes for you? Well, I'd think about it. Yeah, 